Welcome to the 10th episode. How are you guys doing? You waiting for this week? How are you doing? I hyped it up. You hyped Mm -hmm. it up so much. And then you made me smoke weed before we talked, so. I didn't make you do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's So I made you, I didn't even make you get your tea over there. I know. You. I did that myself. I didn't even make it for you. I know, I did it myself. I am going to make you guys do this episode, so. What game do you want to play this time? To start it off. Uh, Ciparano just played the Puffco game. So this episode's brought to you by this fancy several hundred dollar device named the Puffco. And it's... It's pretty dope. It's pretty awesome. Um, it so, scares the shit out of me, but it's still pretty dope. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> um, it's strong. Um, so here's my thought for this podcast. I'm learning to uh, listen more. So I'm just going to listen in on what you guys want to, you two girls want to talk about cannabis and topics away. and whatever. So I'll be <laughs> over here and take it away. It's your guys' podcast. It's our podcast. We just were talking about girly podcasts. I know. Well, we were talking about cannabis and menstruation. Yeah. Which is, well, not really, but just saying about like different types of products. I haven't used a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's such a cliche thing for a man to be like, here, you guys can talk. What do you ladies want to talk about? And we're like, let's talk about periods. Like, yeah, just feel like. So let's like not not talk about that. Let's not do that. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Are you even in frame over there? Are you just puffing away at your puff go? Well, let me see. I don't know. I think the RSO is really interesting for a lot of people because even as an avid weed consumer with a, a, a pretty respectable tolerance, I'd say. Well, what do you, okay, yeah. I still so feel like taking tolerance? RSO would be game changer. Like, I just, I'm curious okay, and also so like... Was this a microphone? Like, you're going to yeah. ask me, but I'm curious. No, it's so, like, these are the two different sides of the coin that I'm on. Like, how much and cannabis, ugh. like, in, let's say, let's just say an average day. Because when you do edibles, you can have a pretty good grasp on, hey, I took a five milligram or mm-hmm. I took a 10 milligram edible. Mm-hmm. When you smoke flour, do you really know mm, like no. how many milligrams you're getting mm, or whatever? I, wouldn't, I mean, they can speculate, but okay. I, on a, on an average day when you're smoking, when weed. I'm smoking weed, I would probably say that I use my packs mostly now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might hit on it. It depends on what time I start. That's the tricky no. part. Well, let's say 9 a.m. 9 a.m.? That's really it's early. It's like you wake up. That's really early. I wouldn't probably start smoking weed until the after, a little bit after the afternoon, okay. but then I would smoke probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would probably hit it every 30 to 45 minutes until I went to bed. Maybe. Ranging in intensity and raging in time we'll okay. say i don't know i've never I, maybe i should use toggle the app to track my productivity to see how how often smoke. you're doing it <laughs> it's interesting but it's like once you start smoking then i would just keep smoking for the rest of the day on the packs because it's just convenient it's easy and then before you go to bed do you do it no i usually will stop in order to go to bed because cannabis stimulates the shit out of me Okay. Um, and so I then think that's I'll a crash. For people. Yeah. So like when I first consume, it will stimulate me, and I'll get energy, and I'll, my brain runs away. I have all the energy in my body, like we were talking about in the last episode. Um, 
I get ideas, I gotta move, I talk a lot, I use my hands a lot. Basically like what you're seeing right now. <laughs> and then after I come down, then I get really, really tired. So if okay. I'm gonna use cannabis for sleep, then I actually will time it so I'll smoke a longer period of time before I'm actually ready to go to bed mm -hmm. so that I have time to kind of ride the wave first and then kind of come down and then that's when the good sleep comes. Like if I were to like smoke- Do you feel like it crashes into a sleep or do you feel like it's gradual and, no. and nice? It's, well, it, actually, Chelsea and I were talking about it this morning. She was like, I've never met anybody that sleeps as like heavy as you do. Mm, and she okay. was like describing the way that my body was looking when she closed my door the other day. But so, no, I don't think it's heavy. It's pretty gradual. It's, okay. It's because you're like high and you're doing things and then like, oh, I'm getting ready for bed and I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking of things and I might write in my journal or I might do something around the house. And, you know, I'm, I'm letting the mind kind of run its course for the evening then i'm like setting the stage turning the lights off getting ready for bed having a tea getting into this mindset of like okay we're chilling now and then by the time you get in bed you're just like you're ready and so then i'll usually meditate in bed for about i don't know 10 or so minutes before i fall asleep and then i just i'm i'm in it and i i'm deeply in it okay so there's not a point where you're like i you're just like on the high and then you're like i need to go to bed right now i can't move like you never feel like it's like, woo, and then. Psh. I mean, I'm sure. I, I think it can be. Mm, okay. I think it can be, especially if you have, like, in that in example I was just talking about before. That's probably like I've been smoking kind of throughout the day or in the mm -hmm. afternoon or you know since dinner time. I've smoked a couple of different times since then or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you were just gonna smoke, like an hour before you go to bed and you got a little too high, then maybe yeah. Like I feel like everybody responds to it differently. How does Every, it, how does it respond to you? Differently. Like how do you use cannabis to sleep? Do you use cannabis to I sleep? I used to use cannabis to sleep and that was pretty much when Craig started using cannabis and I would have like a little mint, a little half of a mint, mm -hmm. so like 2.5 milligram mint and then up, worked my way up to like, ooh, one mm -hmm. mint. Mm -hmm. It would uh, effectively like within 30 minutes, yes. I was like, I'm in bed. So edibles are different though for me. Okay. So, sm so flour yeah, and are edibles, edibles are totally different See, and I game. just smoked my first anything, mm. including flour and smoked anything my whole life. I would go to the doctor and they would say, do you smoke? And I'd be like, no, I've never smoked ever my whole life. I've never smoked anything. <laughs> I'm so prime and proper like <laughs> why is that a badge of honor just when I got like perfect attendance in like elementary school and I thought I was like so great like who the fuck cares it's like not even an accomplishment just I wasn't a sick child so I just was at school every day um I don't know so anyways so yeah this July this last July 2019 was the first time I ever actually like smoked a joint yeah and it was like just two different times like puffed it mm -hmm. and it was you know it was caught in my throat and mouth right. and all that and it was like i didn't i had it took me a while to and still even now it takes me a little while to like properly do it to like feel the effects of it yeah um but yeah i just had done edibles right and so yeah and you still mostly consume cannabis not by smoking uh, yeah right because you're yeah, you are so for a long time obviously yeah. and then and yeah, there's a lot of downfall to smoking. And I think that's an interesting part of the whole talking about older generation. Mm, the puff coat fell. <laughs> getting a little loud. <laughs> puff coat breaks after he said, it's a very expensive device. It doesn't break, it's good. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. Well, oh, you were the like, older yeah, generation. Yeah, and because where it's like you just smoked flour, that was the only option. And it's like, 
yeah, there's just a love for that, you know, even though it's like, yeah, it's not probably great for my lungs, but at the same time, it's like, well, but I still like it. So, yeah. but that is a completely different experience for me than edibles. And so like, if I eat an edible, I will be asleep. Okay. Like, just so it won't I, take you no. high like this. No, well, that's why during your meditations, you always say, I always prefer for everyone to just smoke a little couple mm -hmm. puffs, even mm -hmm. like if you're not a flower yeah, smoker, yeah. like to get in to the feeling in your body right. with the cannabis because I mean, yeah, I would say the same thing with the edibles, especially at night in just a mint, you're asleep. You're mm. not focusing in on like, how does my body feel and right. connecting those two things together. And, and I use edibles for different reasons. And so like, even when I'm talking about using cannabis for emotional reasons, it's like edibles are really great if you need an anxiety treatment in the moment. Mm. Or if you know that your anxiety because of your environment or your external circumstances or your family or your situation is going to trigger your anxiety, you can use an edible, a small dose for yeah, me so that you don't dose. fall asleep, but enough to just lower that kind of that ang anxious the threshold. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like you use it for two completely different reasons yeah. in that regard, mm -hmm. you know? And so for me, flour is always stimulating and edibles are for the most part always sedating but it's because the way that the body processes the two different, you know, just right. two totally different body systems that it's kind of affecting and contributing to. And there's new products out now that claim they sublingual, mm, right? Yeah. That like don't even hit, they hit the bloodstream right away. So they don't even hit yeah. your liver. Yeah. And those are going to be even more, I don't, it's just going to, there's so many game changers in this where it's like, how do you want to take it basically? Well, the coolest part about cannabis is that it's good for so many different things. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you want to use cannabis for wellness, whatever wellness looks like for you, it might be RSO for cancer treatment. It might be edibles for anxiety around my family and right. it could be anything in between. Mm -hmm. The point is that whatever you're trying to use cannabis for, there is an ideal product delivery system and dose that's going to serve that issue the right. best, mm -hmm. the very best. So like yeah. a gram of RSO is going to serve cancer the absolute very best. That's yeah. the best thing that you can do for that condition. A gram of RSO for somebody who tends to run anxious and lots of body thought or like mind energy I don't know. I've never done it before. <laughs> I'm curious, <laughs> but it's just, it's two different things. Right. And so the cool thing is, to explore and the sublingual strips, it's like those are so perfect for so many different reasons, so many different things. And when yeah. it, a big one coming back to the fact that smoking plant material is not great for the lungs, yeah. you know? And I say that knowing that I smoke a lot of plant material. Yeah. So, but you know, such as, such as that. Mm -hmm. so, but I've switched to the packs. You know, which even that still is just, it's like a little step. It's just a little different. It's just, but it's being mindful. This is why, part of the reason why I don't consume cannabis as much as I used to. You know, I think about it. I feel it. Yeah. I feel my lungs. I feel my throat. I feel if I'm not feeling well, my body doesn't want the cannabis. And I know when my body doesn't want the cannabis. And that's an important part of developing that relationship with it as well. Well, yeah, I mean, because your biggest thing and what I've always learned from you is just, you always talk about having an an unconscious relationship with cannabis most of your life that you had smoked cannabis. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like, it's an interesting concept for people that have kind of been around it for a long time. And it's, it's really cool to see people wake up to it when mm -hmm. they do one of your cannabis meditations mm -hmm. that they've never actually looked at it as like energy in your body. Mm -hmm. And then you relate it back to the fact that that's the energy of God, like moving through your body. Yeah. And 
it's really cool to see people just like wake up to that and go, whoa, I've never used cannabis in this way ever. Yeah. And they had been doing it to treat like anxiety or depression in place of like Prozac and these right. things. Um, so for me, it's just been, it's from, it's coming from someone that just was like new to cannabis and using it. And then to kind of just be like, I guess conscious about it like immediately and never been in that other world you were in, which you were just like, why were you doing it before? Like, cause you say it was unconscious. It's like, why do you think that you were smoking it before? Oh, because it was, I mean, I started smoking weed when I was 17. So it was just like, it was what we did to party. It was what we did to have fun. We, me and my girlfriends all the time, we were just smoking weed, doing all kinds of weird thing. My brother and I smoked a ton of weed. Did you all the mix? Time alcohol with oh, the yeah. weed oh yeah and what did that do uh, together because it's like sometimes they're really good friends and sometimes they are not really good friends really? and it's sort of a roll of the dice to see which one you're gonna find really? out in that day. why would it uh, tell me uh, i think it depends uh, on which one comes good first one. when it was so, a good friendship that day tell um, me I don't, well, it just depends. If you like to get drunk and you like to be in that state of con altered consciousness and you, that's fun for you, which that was me for a long time, then adding another element of fucked up in this is really what you're doing. And okay. it was just another way to get more, you know, just more, I don't even know, fucked up. What's the right. word? You know, drunk or wasted uh, or bombed or I don't know. We call whatever. it numbing out. Yeah, numbing out. Just kind of numbing out from But reality. then when I kind of, and I would use it that way for a long time, but then I was also smoking just all the time all the time like just laying around and smoking weed all the time and just like not feeling things right you know because uh -huh. then in college and shit in my life was crazy and shit in my family was crazy and i just was like well fuck it just like you just don't want to think just about don't want to think about mm -hmm. it so then you go through all this time and then i learned about i figured out when i was like 25 that i had been doing that so there was a period of time when i was like 25 that i stopped smoking and i really looked at myself and i looked at all the stuff that i hadn't been feeling for the early part of my 20s and was just kind of, and that's probably where this whole journey originally started. That's probably one of the very roots of it was mm -hmm. when was during that time, but not enough to make me stop smoking weed. And the cool part about teaching other people how to use weed in different ways is like, I love cannabis, like, because it, I feel like it saved my life and mm -hmm. none, none of the other shit worked. You know, none of the drug, the medicines, the pharmaceutical drugs, the talk therapy, the leaning into Jesus, like all the things that I talk about, it didn't work and cannabis did. And yeah. so now that I can use cannabis in a new way, in a different way, in a way that's intentional, it has intelligence, the way that it nurtures my body and it connects me to God and it like gives me an experience that's so profound that it leaves me like in tears. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's funny, we, t I, we say all the time, cannabis has co-evolved with humans since the beginning of time, but like cannabis has co-evolved with me over my life. Yeah. Just me specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's been an ally, it's a friend. Yeah. And so now it's like, oh, now it's like your very best friend who knows you better than anybody else, who's yeah. seen you in your shit is like, oh, I have a new trick I can show you. Yeah. Let's smoke weed and lay down and be totally still and silent and feel our fucking feelings. Right and see what happens. It's just so, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to watch that. I just think because all the people, all the things that we get back, you know, feedback from people that have never experienced mm -hmm. it in the old way you used yeah. to with the numbing out, mm -hmm. or they have used it in the numbing out, always 
come back to say that's kind of the only way you could use it. Yeah. So for me to hear you say like, it like saved me and, and it wasn't a numb out after that. Like, yeah. and you're using it consciously is just such an example to people. And I wish that everybody could start with that point, yeah. you know, or just hear that. Like, that's just like, please just hear us, experience yeah. it a different way. Or if it's the first time you're ever yeah. experiencing it, experience it this way. I think that what it all comes down to, all of this stuff that we talk about, whether it's cannabis or not, whether it's spirituality, whether it's all of these different aspects is like, just, but are you free? Mm -hmm. And if you're not free, then like, why not try it? Yeah. Why not just try it, you know? And like, if you've tried all the other things and you're still not free and you're checking all the boxes and you're still not free and you're doing all of the things and you're still not free, mm -hmm. then just fucking smoke some weed and lay down and say, yeah. I give you permission to feel whatever you need to feel. Yeah. and let your body feel whatever it needs to feel mm -hmm. and know it's going to be uncomfortable and know you might cry a little bit and know that it might bring up shit from childhood that you haven't thought of in so long but just fucking do it yeah. because that's why you're not free yeah because you can't feel you can't feel well, people don't have people think don't they have you, tools yeah but people think just they have nuts. tools to like oh i'm gonna go after that thing that's making me not free right but then in reality, a lot of people come to a dead end because it wasn't the right tool. Yeah. And this is, this just goes back to this thing that I'm just like really hard hitting. And I tell people all the time, experience first, judge later. Yeah. Because what's your experience and what's my experience, that's the word. It's our, it's our experiences that we're having. And until that person can come in and experience something as well, yeah. they're never, no one can believe what we're yeah. saying. Or they, you know, have spit skepticism, skepticism. Yes. <laughs> on if, if that can actually be a path they want to go down, right. you know, that cannabis can be used for more than just, you know, having a laugh or right. medicinally, right. like it is spiritual and we believe that. And yeah. And every, every journey of spirituality, regardless of what it is, whatever you believe, whatever you're religious or non-religious or spiritual or ceremonious or ritualistics or tribal, whatever you believe, mm -hmm. the spiritual journey starts inward. Mm -hmm. It can only happen through your human. Yeah. You know, the spiritual realm, regardless of what's inside the spiritual realm, exists only inside your very being. And so by going through the human is the only way to get there. You can't get there by going to this building or to read this book yeah. or to have this thing. Mm -hmm. You can only get there in. But we can't even get there because we stop ourselves from the human. We say, no, you can't, you can't even feel. And so we just hit a wall. And then we read the books and we go to small group and we do the things and we have accountability and we blah, blah, blah. And we do all these things, but we, our bodies are still offline. They're not connected to what's going on. Your body has memory. It has wisdom. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that you feel emotions in your body. Yeah. But we don't, we disconnect we dis from that. Well, that's what I've been uncovering for like the last three months is just the fact that my body has held on, like you're saying, the memory of emotions past, really long past, and then more current and stuff like that. And unless you let them sit in your body, feel them, acknowledge them and release them. They just get stuck in they there. They just get stuck but, in there. But I mean, I'm guilty of that. I just, we all I are. did my whole life. I yes. had no 
connection to my body unless it was screaming mm -hmm. something. But like you're doing the work now. And that's yes, the thing, like you can, a, they say the best time to plant a tree was 50 years ago, right? The second best time is right the fuck now. So, but mm -hmm. you're feeling now, and so that's yeah. good. And you're hungry for this spiritual realm because you've tasted it, you've seen it, yeah. you've gotten glimpses of it, you understand it, you know that it's there. But like all of us, we're trying to stabilize that spiritual realm in our human experience. Yeah. And it's hard because we're spiritual beings yes. having a human experience. Of course. And it's just like... But people, they, we have a hard time understanding what that means because most people have no access to the spirit inside of them because yeah. they can't feel their bodies and they can't feel their feelings. Yep. And so now like with cannabis, not only did I go through the period of time when it made me so fucking paranoid and anxious that I was miserable, it's because the cannabis was saying, wake the fuck up, homie, yeah. wake up. Yep. You're uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. But the, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna stop smoking weed because cannabis makes me anxious. Yeah. No. The, the cannabis is telling you you're asleep. Trying to tell you something. Yes, and so then yeah. you wake up and then you start realizing what's going on and then you start, wow, my body actually hurts quite, quite a bit. Wow, mm -hmm. oh my God. And then I feel, I'm too emotional all of a sudden. I feel all these things all the time. Like, yeah, that's because you've been backlogged. Yeah. So you gotta <laughs> get through the up. backlog, right? You gotta cleanse out some of that shit. Yeah. You gotta feel your fucking feelings so that you can move through whatever's next. Right. Mm -hmm. So then, and you went through that period of time when you were like, I remember that day we were in your apartment and you were, had been crying and you were like, I just need a break from the work for a little while. I just <laughs> need a break, you know? And I empathize with that so much because that's such a hard part on the journey Yeah. to be like, holy shit, I was asleep to all of this stuff yeah. and I feel so many things. Yeah. And so, and then I just need a tiny break like a little just vacation a little, a little emotional vacation right just for a second but the cannabis says hey i'm gonna comfort you i'm yeah. gonna give you courage i'm gonna take the edge off mm -hmm. but you have to still feel yeah and so you consume the cannabis you lay through. down you feel you feel you feel and then through that process you start to tap into this deep part of your being mm -hmm. that will answer any question that you have about spirituality yeah there is nobody outside of your being any longer that can help you comprehend what it means to have a spiritual life because you will know it with every ounce and every fiber of your being. Right. And I think if anybody sees something in me mm -hmm. that they are drawn to, it's because I've worked through all of that human shit Mm -hmm. I have felt the depths of my grief. I have sat in disgusting emotion. I have just allowed myself to be there. And then I have tapped into the part of my being that knows. Yep. And that's, I'm not any different than you. I am right. you. You're, mm -hmm. We're the same. We're the same. We can have a whole different podcast about that. Oh, yeah. But this is why cannabis is spiritual, because it helps you with the human. Yeah. Because and being human is hard. Being a human is hard. Insert t-shirt here. Insert meditating unicorn emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I think that it's beautiful because you're kind of like, you're the person that I have been able to take all of my teaching and all of my knowing and I have given it to you and you have listened. <laughs> Fully, you know, a lot of people like to take a little bit of what I say and apply it or some one thing, but you, I feel like have, 
you trust me so much and it's like, it's so humbling, you know, mm -hmm. the way that you trust me. But the fact that you've gone from your, what you were relationally to cannabis a year ago, mm -hmm. you know, to what you are now and to having this conversation and the way that it's helped you and the way that you talk about now about feeling, feeling your body. And like when I saw you dancing that day, like, I, I, I don't want it to go unnoticed how, just how special you are and like how validating you are to me and to like my life and to my message. Yeah. Because it's powerful. You believe in me, yeah. you know? And so I'm just really grateful. Well, it's truth. And you're a vessel that God's using to like get this word out about using it consciously. And I love it. And it's amazing. And it's already changing people's lives. Yeah. I mean, you know, we know, we know, <laughs> we the know. people, we, we know, know the people. people, but yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> so when I hear people say dumbass comments mm. about, um, worshiping cannabis, mm. you know, like, or cannabis is like become your God. It just is laughable. It's so insane. It's laughable, but I know it's because people haven't experienced mm -hmm. what you are talking about yeah. and what you have taught me and a lot of other people. Yeah. And so, um, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> well, I think at it all, also makes me kind of like, Oh yeah. Well, you don't know what you don't know yet. People. Right. And it's so hard because when I see people that are angry on the internet, which it's very easy to come across angry people on the internet. As yeah, it turns out. I, um, I just have so much compassion because yeah. it's like, there's fear. I just see the fear. I fear. Mm -hmm. I see the, I just, I, they're afraid, you yeah. know, they're, they're afraid. afraid to feel and they're afraid to feel and they're and like, afraid. To and that's so sad. And, and I think that, you know, even when my granny was passing away, bless her heart. I love her. She loved Jesus her whole life, her whole life. Like I, she is the reason I know Jesus is because of my granny. And when she was passing away, we, there was one night that we had in her house and she smoked, she was a big cigarette smoker. Right. Okay. And so her, she would say, I'm going to go out on my porch. You want to come with me? And I would say, okay, are you going to smoke that funny stuff? And I was like, yeah, granny, we're going to smoke the funny stuff. So I had her hit one puff of cannabis like oh. out of my little, I had a little bowl. So she had one puff of cannabis. I carried her or not carried her, but I helped her back into her room. I, her I didn't carry her, but she walked back room. in. She <laughs> laid in her bed and I was massaging her little legs and feet. She had neuropathy. So she oh, always had okay. so much pain in her legs that she, she said normally she couldn't even touch them without pain, but wow. I was able to put lotion on them for her. And I gave her a little leg and foot massage. And she, it was like one of the most specialist moments that I've ever had with my granny. And then it's like, when she's getting that close to death, there was fear. Mm -hmm. you know and it made it just like started this conversation with myself about the fear of dying and all of that and like the fact that she could spend her entire life being devoted to God and then still fear dying to me indicated that there was a part of her relationship to God that she didn't really know yeah with her being yeah you know she knew with her mind she yeah. knew with her heart she made the decision as a human being to follow jesus and to love god but did she know truly in the depth of her spirit what was going to happen to her when she died yeah you know and i just felt almost sad and and so much compassion for so many people that do have that deep love for god mm -hmm. but they are still unable to allow themselves to open up to that rich spiritual knowing yeah of his or its presence in your being yeah and so that's what cannabis has done for me and it's 
to share that with people and to show people who maybe, maybe you have no belief in God, in Jesus, in anything. That doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what you've made a decision to believe in with your mind because mm -hmm. the spiritual realm or the spiritual part of who you are, of your entity, your being, your soul, your essence, your sparkle, your whatever you want to call it, your light, like that place inside of you can be explored mm -hmm. and then you can figure out what is beyond, right? You don't need a, anything to tell you because you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of how all of this dialogue shifted and changed for me when it was like, I don't, I get that it pokes people's buttons, you know? Yeah. All of this conversation does. Talking about spirituality in this way pokes people's buttons. Mm -hmm. Cannabis pokes people's buttons. Put the two together, they don't like it. Put cannabis with meditation, the meditators don't like it. You know, like people don't like it and that's fine. But it comes back to the same question I asked before, are you free? Mm-hmm. And it comes back to my question, experience first, judge later. Yes. Mm. I think the ladies just rocked that podcast. <laughs> <laughs>